Yo, welcome to the Create More Podcast, and this is the very first episode, and today I have a very special guest, and we have we are now in a different setting. Um, I want to introduce you guys to a very talented and a very special guest, Ruby Z. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Um, first and foremost, I want to say congratulations on your new office. Thank you. It's, um, it's very beautiful. It's very like... Thank you. I don't know it's different. It's definitely different from like Good. an office that you uh, normally would walk into and see. Yeah. Um, and it has definitely has a really great vibe to it, especially with the, the window lighting the way it is. And like, yes. I don't know, just the whole feeling when you walk in, it just gives you like a certain feeling. Oh, God. I don't know if that's what you were going for, that, but it's good vibes for sure. Good. That is exactly what I was going for. Um, <laughs> Hoping so, for at least. Yeah. So just for anyone who's tuned in and for those who don't know you or might not know exactly who you are can you give them um just a quick intro of who you are so hey guys my name is ruby z and i went from being a 13-year wedding photographer to now a brand and art director at charisma co it's a company that i started we specialize in branding obviously and um, creating visual elements that really compel an audience and grab their attention enough to be able to market to them So that's basically what I do. I'm also a mom of three and a wife to a very handsome man who I've been married to for now 16 years. And it feels crazy saying that. Um, But yeah, that's who I am. Nice to meet you all. 13 years? 16. uh, 13 as a photographer. 13 years as a wedding photographer. Does it feel like 13 years? Um, Like, Do you ever wake up and be like, I've been doing this for too long? No. It doesn't feel like 13 years. It definitely feels like a really long journey. Yeah. Um. So I, I feel the length, but not in a bad way. Do you ever like, like stop? I mean, um, we always like travel to like weddings in LA a lot. Uh-huh. And we catch ourselves like going back and thinking like, man, like, do you remember when we were saying like, we wish we could have be here yeah. and then now we're like doing this. Yeah. Do you ever like go back and think like, man, remember when I was wishing for this? All the time. You, you do like dwell on it like damn like a hundred percent like it's really happening yeah a hundred percent it's it's I crazy do that a lot throughout my journey yeah yeah um like every time you like yeah every time and... because there's always moments where you're just like is this happening like for sure are we here yeah yeah it's it's crazy to think that because like I, I think i'm only like five years in or so mm-hmm. but to think like at me looking forward mm-hmm. hopefully I'm, i keep progressing yes and seeing at 13 years, what am I going to be looking back on? Yeah, exactly. Um, because to me, I'm just me seeing you and how far you've come. Yeah. I could just imagine how, how much you can look back and be like, dang, like I came from here to yeah, what I'm doing now. It's and bizarre. the feelings it can give you as far yeah. as like, because you, because you're a person who created that, who had this, this vision. goal and this mm-hmm. vision and dream of doing it and you're doing it. Yeah. And to me, it's just, I don't know. Some, I don't know if some people can't like, I, I kind of like feel like it's unbelievable sometimes. Yeah. Um. So I think it's dope. Thank I think you. It's really dope. Awesome. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. So let's talk about Ruby. <laughs> Shall we? <Yeah>. No, <laughs> okay, let's talk about let's Ruby talk about before Ruby. the camera. Okay. Um. 
because even like we've worked together a couple times and we've talked a few times, but I don't really know who you were before Ugh. photography. Any Do you of this want stuff. to know? No, I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So if you can just give us maybe like a like a quick little journey of your life before this all started. Gosh, um, before it started, I got married very young or I, yeah, I got married at 21. Um, had my first child at 23. So I guess before photography started or what led what kind of guided me, I guess. I don't know. Well, before, so Ruby before, geez, that's a lot to process. There's a lot of Ruby before, (laughs) before photography, but here's, here's what I can say. Um, I have always had artistic creative elements inside of me forever. Yeah. Like, um, it so much so that I always looked very indecisive, like, because I got bored too fast. Mm. So, um, to a lot of people, And even to myself, I started to really like pick up things, try them and then not follow through Mm -hmm. because I was just trying to figure it out. Um, Looking hindsight, I know now it's because I was a creative and and I needed to really navigate what that meant for me as a creative person and how it was actually going to operate and work out for me. But I did know um, even early on, I used to think like even in high school when, you know, I was hearing go to college for this, prepare to college for this. And I didn't really grow up with my mom kind of instilling college Mm -hmm. in my brain or um, she was working really hard. She was a single mom of seven kids. Um, So seven kids, seven kids, single mom, six brothers and sisters. Yeah. And I mean, and that's a whole other story because a lot of people see the person I am sometimes and. But so much of that is like, if you knew my mom, you would understand like why excuses are not an option for me. Like I didn't grow up seeing excuses of why I can't make things happen. I saw a single mom, seven kids, raising them by herself, being told she shouldn't start her own business, knew she had to if she wanted to be an involved parent and make an outcome and a living that was going to be worthwhile to raise a seven seven kids on her own for sure uh because you know bare minimum was not making it you yeah. know and so anyways i i can talk about my mom all day but that whole framework kind of set me up to be this person you know i i believe i got a lot of tenacity from her but creative genes were always in my bones she never really instilled like having to go to college just because it wasn't like a thing that she was even like aware to do, you know, she was so busy. Um, But even so, like, some of my siblings chose the college route, I just knew early on that I this is this was my mentality. I'm like, why do I have to go through these processes to get to where I want to go? Mm -hmm. Is there a more direct route? Like, I don't understand because I don't really like math. Why Mm -hmm. do I have to take a math course to like end up doing art? You know, so I never really saw college career as something I wanted to do. Yeah. Even though I dabbled in it, it wasn't really like I want to go to college. It's, um, it's cool that you say that about like how you felt that you started things and then felt like you stopped and went to something else. Because I feel like in life I did that with a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. never knowing why. 
Yeah. And then now it's like going into it thinking like it's probably because I'm that person who felt like I always wanted to do something, but you never know what it is. But as a creative person, you're just always like, I wanted to start this, but then it's not for me. Yeah. And then do something else. Like it just wasn't what you thought it was. Sure. And then you continuously try to find something that you really love. Yeah. And people look at it, might look at it as like, you're just trying to do this or you're just trying to like continuously moving on from something, not really finishing something. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it kind of, it could kind of be like from people looking at you that way. It's like uh, a little bit discouraging. You look very unstable and very like irresponsible. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, But it's crazy to think that because like, that is part of like creativity. It is. Of trying to find like what, what you're really, really into because yeah. it always changes. Yeah. Like it's always changing. And evolving or shifting. Yeah. Yes. And it should, but it's still really hard to get a hold of it when you don't really know what you're doing yet. For sure. You know? And so um, on that note too, like just years later, reading a book called, uh, poke the box by mm-hmm. Seth Godin. Seth Godin is one of my favorites, but he wrote a whole book on that about like, you know, daring to, to poke the box and like, see what's in it, you know? And that a lot of people are just so afraid of adventuring and figuring things out that they rather not look dumb and not, mm-hmm. not poke the box and not get curious. And, and they miss out on a lot of life. For sure. Um, Do you feel that you got a lot of, how would I say it? Like some of your character and stuff from your mother? Some things, yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Um, she says I'm like my dad a lot in the essence of that I love socializing and being like outgoing with people. But most definitely my mom is a very, she is, um, I think she was always an entrepreneur. She just didn't know it. Like, mm-hmm. because my mom's, my mom's gifts were she had to use them for survival so literally she could think of doing anything and she would be making she talks about stories of making cakes in mexico um you know centerpieces and she put her hands to work to make the income that she needed and so back then i mean that's that's like a it's a mentality to like get food on the table and get things done um, for your kids, but not really honored as an entrepreneur mindset, which sure. she always had, but never knew it was that. Yeah. And so I feel like I definitely have a lot of that from her. So to go on to, you said you started photography 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. So what made you pick up a camera? So after all this, because you said you were like kind of dabbling in and stuff like, so what took you? So what was the route that ended up being like, <laughs> I'm picking up a camera now? I was, um, I was nine months into having my first son and I just become a first time mom, obviously. And I was doing the very best I could going to work. Mm-hmm. I was uh, a dispatcher for a um, pest control company in town. And I remember that just the feeling of like going into work going in late sometimes because my son was sick. My son used to get sick a lot when he was younger. And just the feeling of like, one, the struggle of having to leave him every day was really, really hard. Two, um, the looks that I would get about like missing and just the way it made me feel, I felt so guilty. So I felt guilty as a mom and then guilty as an employee. And that struggle was really hard for a couple months. I, I hated every day, like going to work. I hated every day 
picking up my son. So it was just not enjoyable. And as a creative person, you know, again, I'm finding myself years into um, doing this job and very bored. (laughs) I was bored Mm. out of my mind. Like I can do this job, but I don't want to do this job. Mm -hmm. And so I, I literally started to go, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do that would, that I could convince my husband that it's a good idea for me to quit my job (laughs) and maybe just like make enough money to stay home with my son. That's all I wanted. I'm like, if I could just make a little bit of money that would compensate for working full time and be at home with him full time, then it's a win, you know? And uh, it was actually kind of crazy the way it happened because I parked um, in my driveway and I like all these thoughts were flooding. I sat in my driveway a few minutes and I had the radio station on. And then there's this, I just, like the storytelling tone came on, like somebody was getting ready to tell a story. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in, I'm in it. I'm sitting by myself. And then there's this conversation and this lady going, yeah, it started in my kitchen and it was just something that I love to do. And, um, pretty soon a friend asked me to do it. And pretty soon, you know, she's talking about her involvement in what she was doing and how she was a baker. And then at the end she said, this is Auntie Anne. So it was from mm. the Auntie Anne's pretzels. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. I was so inspired by her story. I was like, wow, like, what could I do that um, could eventually maybe evolve? But like, I still wasn't even thinking about evolving. I was just like, what could I do now? You know? And I thought, well, I love photography. But and honestly, that was my first thought. Yeah. I love photography. But I don't have a camera. I don't have this. I don't mm. have anything. Um, no skills. No, I have nothing, you know, but I do enjoy it. And I walked into my house and told my husband, I'm going to be a photographer. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, um, babe, you are aware that you do not have a camera, right? I'm like, yeah. And not even a week later, a neighbor of mine, um, comes to tell me that she's having a wedding and it's going to be a small backyard wedding. And, you know, um, and then I'm like, I built up enough courage and we kind of in talking, I'm like, I'll do your pictures. And she's like, really? And so we arranged it that her dad would buy her dad bought my first camera. What? In exchange to me doing her wedding portraits. Yeah. Which I've, I'd never done at that point. I was going to say, did you have any experience at all? So you, did you not use a camera? No. You just jumped, what? You just jumped to this I'll do your wedding I'll portraits. I'll do your what? I don't even know how or why or anything. But that is crazy. Yeah, and and weddings was where I started, and weddings was where I continued. What? Yeah. Um, if I can ask you, you could dodge the question. <laughs> oh if my you want. gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> no. Um, okay. How did they come out? Terrible. Like really bad. No, or? honestly, good for honestly, for pretty good for that season because gosh like if we compare what that was 13 years ago photography is so different than now yeah the trends and everything so Mm -hmm. at that moment it was good and she was happy with them okay yeah at the moment to be honest with you she did give me a really bad review like two years ago what just yeah so she did kind of post and give me a really bad review wait so this is like 11 years later yeah it was <laughs> it was like I don't know, but I did feel I mean I I mean look <laughs> the the camera tilt it was a thing for me, mm. the camera tilt thing. 
and cutting off people's heads. Oh. It was a thing for me, but I thought it was cool. You know, like mm -hmm. you're focusing on their face and you cut their heads off. <laughs> you're getting the, the feeling of their eyes. I don't know. Let's just not, uh, it's not my uh, glorious <laughs> work. Do you, uh, did you, you still have communication with her or anything? No. So it was just random review? That, it wasn't like on bad terms or anything. Actually, last time we kind of spoke, it was still on good terms, like years later. But, you know, I mean, gosh, how fr I'm still frustrated about my wedding photos. So mm -hmm. I don't blame her, but I also did the best I could for what yeah. And she, I mean, she bought my yeah. first camera, so she was aware I'd never That's shot what I'm saying, a yeah, Because it was like you guys came to an agreement knowing sure. the situation. Yeah. So it wasn't mm -hmm. like. No. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. She was very well aware. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, have you had a lot of. A lot of bad reviews or anything or type of like reviews that like that just get to you honestly i haven't had bad reviews that's good but um i've had situations i've worked through with my clients like i would say that they're less than a handful out of 13 years which i'm pretty proud of but i also i also look back at some work and i'm like they shouldn't have been that happy with it mm -hmm. but it was also growth and they paid for what they were getting at the, at the I, time. I've been very fair, like with my development. Mm -hmm. I, I've never charged more than what I believe I was worth. And so I feel like it, it wasn't what, it's not like I'm, I was charging what I'm charging now doing less mm -hmm. or doing uh worse work. I would develop, I would grow, I would up my prices I would develop, I would grow, I would up my prices, sure. you know. And what you felt. You yes, are. was that, that's fair. Good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. I feel like um, we, I hear a lot that um, people will tell people like you have to charge like a certain amount for like a certain value. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard for them to figure out like what I feel is worth yeah. or I'm worth. Um, I, got I just my, like honesty, you know, Yeah. and integrity is so mm -hmm. important. Like, yeah, I've been in the same boat, like you're saying. I've been influenced by, or I've been um encouraged by other people you shouldn't you're charging too low or you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't do that and i'm pretty self-aware i think of of my like what i have in my hand the talent that i have or the growth that i've been in so i've just been fair with it yeah. you know i feel like that will take me farther than money can ever take me i think i'm just getting like i feel like i was talking to him about it too like i'm just this year i started getting the hang of like understanding what I feel my value is before yeah. I was kind of feeling more like, what do people think? What would people yeah. think? Yeah. And now I'm getting to a point where like, no, I, I like, like, this is what I'm really worth. Yeah. And I'm feeling like, and I'm feeling confident in it. And like, the more I started feeling confident, the less people would even like, yeah. Give like, you know, like, Oh, well, why is this? Or why yeah. is that? I'm like, that's crazy. So no, when I was charging sure. cheaper, it was more like, why is this? Yeah. And now it was like, no questions. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's I, I wanted thing. to bring up that you said that. Cause I, I got my first bad review. You did. And it was like, it was like really bad. Yeah. And it's weird though, because like, I felt like the, the photos were like really good. Yeah. It, you know, sometimes so, you like, can't help it. And I, I'm like one of those people who like, I like, so I share like the photos with my wife and like yeah. my sister's a photographer. So I show her, I show him. I always send him photos. Like, what do you think of this one? He's like, that's dope. Or this. Yeah. So I sent the photos before she even like told me anything. Everybody's like, oh, those are, those are good. And this yeah. and that. And like, she sent the review and was like, thank you for your work. I didn't like any photos. And I was like, oh my oh God. <laughs> like, it's like, painful. what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. She's like, this is the worst photo shoot I've ever had. Oh, she gosh. was like, but thank you for your patience and your work. And I was yeah. like, you know, I was sometimes like, what is wrong? Like, can't. And I was trying to figure out, like, because 
And then honestly, I can go back and like look at the photos. And I've and after that, I even showed more people just to make sure, like, hey, like, what would you change? Or is there yeah. anything? And I've showed other photographers are like, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, okay, so maybe it's not too much on me, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's something that, like, but I was like, dang, that is there crazy. Is. Like, no. that was like my first, like, really bad because she was like none. She's like, yeah, I don't like she was any. Just straight yeah, she's like, I don't like any <laughs> no photos. Mercy. It wasn't like, hey, um, you know. There's some good ones, but you know, no, no it was like sure. I don't like any photos. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, like Not zero. <laughs> like I sent you like eighty something photos. <laughs> My ratio here is yeah. really bad. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man. Wow. Um, but that was the first time I ever got anything like that. My like brother, ever. when I got my like when I got that bad review and I had a bad experience, not mm -hmm. necessarily a bad review with one of my brides and my only bride I had a bad experience with. And it wasn't that it was a bad experience, it was just a bad moment. I don't I don't think um, neither of us like regret working together, but um, it was just a bad situation. And I remember having a really hard time. I walked away like really hurt because it's my ultimate goal and intention to make my clients feel mm -hmm. the very best. Yes. And I didn't do that. You know, I, I fell short on that. And I told my brother because I was super devastated. And my brother said, well, let me tell you this. Welcome to officially being a business. He's mm -hmm. like, if you're a full five star, you're not a business yet. You got to take a jab. And I was like, ah, oh, it hurts so bad. But um, but it's true. Like we're we're going to do the best we can. We're mm -hmm. not always going to please everybody 100 percent. But I think that it's honorable to just try our best. Yeah. As creatives. Sure. Yeah. So when so because you said you picked up the camera, that's how you got started. Mm -hmm. and you dove straight into a wedding <laughs> um yeah so as you progressed when did you like come to realize like this is gonna be like a thing like my real job like mm -hmm. when did it take how long did it take you to realize that like like dang i could literally quit my job or like this can be like a legit full-time i did quit my job like immediately um, immediately oh man <laughs> i know i know so you just like dove in i like, dove in yeah i had nothing nothing yeah except the support of my husband so he was the the breadwinner mm -hmm. and he brought enough enough money for us to be able to sustain our home which was the most important thing mm -hmm. um and i mean i was i was struggling to prove myself like time and time again that i could financially bring something worth of value you know and so um sometimes it will work somewhat sometimes it wouldn't i would you know it was just back and forth um how and when um i think it was probably by the time i had my second child i always say that every child brought something different to mm. my life and in it was a reflection of business like growth and family growth and business and so with my with my second son it was also the craziest season going from one child to two chi two children was like wild but also he was just like my little rambunctious little child at like a very young age he was super he was different from my son but i recognized that my business had was growing i recognized recognized that like i was officially like starting to be almost like a full-time photographer by then um and that yeah that business was growing for the first time up until that point it was like still kind of hobbyist mindset mm -hmm. And still so many years after he was born, I was still kind of not in a business mindset yet. But as far as growth, it was happening. I just wasn't aware. Mm, okay. I, I wasn't like business aware yet. Yeah. It, it was still, 
I was still, it was interesting. Like I was in a hobby mindset. It's so interesting the way we do that. Um, it took a while for me to realize like this is serious. Yeah. Even though it was already getting serious. So can you name the top three struggles that come with building a business and a brand? But just as far as like, just that goes into your work, just that goes into your business and your brand. What's the struggles that you feel just for you, your top three? My top three. Um, I'm going to say them as I, because they're not the same struggles, but they were struggles I encountered, I okay. think, along the way. Um, I think mindset mm-hmm. is number one on the top of my list because that was huge for me. Um, shifting from a like a hobby, like this is fun. I love what I do and this is great to a business yeah. mindset. It was night and day and it really changed everything. It actually started to be where people were like, whoa, like what happened? Mm-hmm. What is going on with with what you're doing? Be- it was mindset, 100%. I had to come to the realization that wait like you know if i want to make this work like i need to grow in the business aspect of what i do so it's hard changing or like turning that on especially like Mm -hmm. because i think when well for me like knowing that when i started to now like you have so much more support from a lot a lot of people yeah but there is a lot of people who started with you as a hobby yeah exactly for them to see you like to shift with you and grow with mm -hmm. you um I agree. And that's why one of the key things for me was, and still is, is I bring people along on my journey a lot. Yeah. And that includes my clients. If things were shifting, if I was making a change, um, my clients would know. I would, mm. I still let my clients know. And I, I love my clients so much. I build so much of a relationship with them that I will, you know, for example, I have a client appreciation week coming up for them, even though I'm no longer doing families or promoting, um, you know, work outside of branding. I want my clients to know that I care about them and I'm still thinking of them. And I really don't need to do that, but I want to yeah. like, so I, I just, just bringing clients along on the journey, like not letting them randomly find out has been like a really great success point for me i think that's good kind of really thought about it like that that's a good way of actually having them because i was gonna say like it's sometimes hard for everyone to kind of like grow with you. yeah and and when you're making changes i think it's important to i i get this from like salon owners do this quite often or they will inform hey coming up like i've got price changes coming up and i've gotten those kind of notifications but um sometimes it's great to let them in on why Mm -hmm. you know sometimes we're just like hey we upped our price sorry or hey we're not doing that anymore and it's just like you know and so what i i really encourage or i i love to do is you know i'm no longer offering the service anymore so if you in the future want to do that here's some people that i like really trust i think they could do amazing work for you but 
contact me if you need anything. Mm -hmm. They know that they still have my support. Yeah. And I'm not just like ditching them. And if you're going to up your prices, you want to really bring people in as to why. So a lot of the whys should be like, I've really developed this skill. I've or I've purchased these things that have allowed me to work harder or I've brought someone on on the team that's really going to support this. So this is why I'm increasing. You know, and we don't do that enough. We just kind sure. of expect people mm -hmm. to like so just, go with it. That's actually really, yeah. That's that sounds very important to do because um, it does just seem like I see a lot of people are like this is my price and it's going Take up it next month, and that's all we get. And yeah. I, I guess if that's how they want to run it, and be like, I don't need to explain. It's on oh. them, but it does like the way you explain it. Like, it's it just makes people feel more comfortable. Like, at least you mm -hmm. care. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like at least you care to I like mean, yeah. to. To tell us why and, you know, give us a reason and be there, there to help. There is always if, a reason why. Exactly. You know, yeah. and like letting people in is just, it's just valid. It's just mm -hmm. so kind to For like, sure. yeah. Um, two so more that's, reasons. That's, um, or two more. I need two more. Wow, that's just one. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. mindset for sure. Mindset and then bringing people along. Um, okay. Two, I guess I'm going to piggyback on bringing people along mm -hmm. on the journey. Um, so you're seeing my biggest struggles. So biggest struggles was mindset at first. The other struggle was one of my struggles I've always had is just limited resources. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't have any time I'm doing stuff. I don't have things like I don't have a bank waiting with loaded money. <laughs> I wish mm -hmm. I did, but that's not the fact for me. Um, I didn't grow up having you know, having extra and having this and that. Um, I didn't have education. Like, so resources were, were and have always been probably one of the biggest things that have tried to stop me from moving forward. Yeah. It's just, I don't ever have, have it. I have to find a way to get mm -hmm. it, you know, or to develop it or to learn or to grow. <laughs> um, it's been the biggest challenge, but also the biggest blessing. I feel like I appreciate everything so much more uh, when things finally work. Yeah. It it feels incredible because it it wasn't handed over. For sure. It was a struggle and mm -hmm. a journey to get there. And um, I love that part. But it, it yeah, biggest always, struggle. I think it's always that way. Like, I think there's, there's a bunch of like posts and like I've seen a lot of videos on that, how like like you for sure always appreciate and feel a lot more humble about it later mm -hmm. when you work towards something yeah. than to just have it handed over because oh, it's just, yeah. it's like, it's, I think it goes back to what we talked about how like you could look back on something and feel like, like I really wanted this and you work towards it. It costs you something. Exactly. When something costs you something, if you're the value of it mm -hmm. grows. Yeah. For sure. Other biggest struggle is um, being a mom at the same time mm -hmm. as running a business because, oh gosh, that was, it's hard. It's hard. Like it is so much better now, but it was so hard. Um, biggest challenge, again, biggest blessing. Like yeah. there's so much blessing to it, of course, because one, like I get to be available and my kids always got to see me there, but gosh, it was just, I'd never rested. It was night and day of work, like mm -hmm. working at home because it, I wasn't part-time. 
I didn't have help up until um, three years ago. What was that three years ago? Up until three years ago, I did not have help at all. I was a full-time mom running a full-time business. Damn. And it was rough. Very. It was <laughs> rough. <imagine> it's like... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I still like, whew. my second child was the hardest because my business was growing in capacities I wasn't expecting. While he was the one that demanded the most attention, he was yeah. way different. Like my first was super calm. He'd go with the flow. Everything was really chill with him. And my second was like, he was a danger to himself. <laughs> like if I didn't have my eyes yeah. on him 24 seven, yeah. um, God forbid, mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, uh, I had a heart <laughs> attack pretty much every 30 minutes of every single day. And he was just so different that I had to learn how to be a different parent with yeah. him. Um, but he's incredible, obviously. But um, yeah, gosh. And so that juggling that was really hard. I probably burst into tears and I'm not exaggerating of being overwhelmed at least every other day mm-hmm. during that season. Um, yeah. And then once I had Sophia, my third, I learned the value of preparing and planning. I, by that, by honestly, by before I had her, I was already developing weight. I should already pre-anticipate that tomorrow can go terribly wrong. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take three hours tonight and I'm going to plan for the hoping scenario that everything looks goes great and then my backup plan if it just all all just fails <laughs> yeah yeah and so i was prepared every day that's those are three and that's it's one thing i think for like business owners and people who are developing or starting to mm-hmm. understand like these struggles especially for for women with kids because um like i said i just recently became i would say like a full-time parent i yeah. guess um, besides I have a babysitter, so, mm-hmm. and, and it's up to me whether or not I, you know, but like I was telling you earlier, like, it's hard to just <laughs> say here, just go with the babysitter yeah. and feel like, feel comfortable going to work. So I understand and then you have three kids, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I can imagine me having a struggle with one, you know, and then, um, hey, I but see one is just as, yeah, it's you know, just as hurtful. So one or three or five, Yeah, the struggles are the same, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy to think how much like can go into a business and to still feel like you can overcome all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that, cause that's a lot of stuff that can just bring you down and make you just want to go back to a regular yeah. job. Oh, for sure. No, gosh. Like I wanted to quit. Like yeah. every three years, I think I would say on average, I was like done, just- done, <laughs> done. Like not going to yeah. do this, not worth it. Um, my husband had plenty of talks of having at first, um, the first couple of years, my husband was like, maybe you should just get another job, you Damn. know? Yeah. And it was more that he was struggling with it than, than I was. I saw something to be honest. I didn't even see it the way I, the way I, I clearly see a vision now. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to imagine for myself that this was going to work. When I picked up a camera back then, I too thought it would be a matter of time before I stopped doing photography Mm. because I had built such a pattern of picking up things and not completing them that I thought thought this is the same thing. It'll just be a couple of years, but maybe I'll make a little bit of money in a couple of years and stay home. 
my ultimate goal was stay home with my kids. Mm -hmm. That was it. I had no expectations for photography except that I liked doing it and it was fun. Yeah. And I got to stay home. That's nuts. I know. That's nuts to think that, that like, I think we all, well, I don't know if we all start that way, but like, it almost feels that like we all start something off of passion and then something that we like, mm-hmm. almost like it's already processed in our head that it, we can't do it, but we could try. We could try. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's like, maybe. we could try, maybe it'll work It'd be out. cool if, you know? And then when you start have like, it starts slowly happening. It's, it's just, it's crazy to me. It is. It's crazy. Cause I feel like I, just a couple of years ago, I didn't have the same mindset I have now. Yeah. And I could think, they remember thinking back then it was like, I would never feel I would be here, you know? No, so you I never can imagine, imagine yeah. where it's headed. You can never imagine where it's headed. It was just so it's exciting. It's just so crazy. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad we were on that. So let's talk about work ethic. Okay. Um, and this is like a, mainly something I want to talk to you about okay. like you Ruby. this is the part this is like a question to talk to you about yeah um uh, and what it takes to be a, a full-time business owner yeah and the reason I'm asking this question to you or I wanted to talk to you about it is because um because so I, I like I look at your page a lot mm-hmm. um and there's things that I see is it bad to say I'm jealous sometimes it's not a bad jealous right Oh, it's, not I hope not. Je- it's not a bad no, jealousy. It's I don't not think like so. you know. It's not like no, all no, like. No. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like I know how right. Like a hater. Like no. no. It's almost like one of those things where I see. And it's like I even tell my wife all the time. Like like, it's almost like I go to your page to get more motivation. Well, good. You get I what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So, because I see like you have a built system, and I guess it sucks sometimes too because I I guess I haven't seen your full on journey. Mm-hmm. So it almost feels like how did you do it so fast? Uh, but like you said, it it's so not overnight, you know? Um, so I see it and then it's like, it gives me like a motivation. And then mm-hmm. it kind of gives me like, a, like, dang, like she has it all put together, mm-hmm. but I don't know what's all going on behind the scenes, you know, yeah. and how much work goes into it. Mm. So now that I'm actually full time, I'm realizing like, <laughs> it's, a it's lot not easy. No, it's not easy. So I wanted to talk to you because like you, you moved to the space for a reason. Like yeah. you said, like creativity isn't easy. It's not something no. that you could just have. On a daily basis, it's not the. I think people think creatives are just like it's easy, just create something. No. Like it's it's oh hard, God, you know. It's, it's so not hard. So, um, where do you get your work ethic from? Where do you get this? I would say, like, to me, it's crazy, like <laughs> organization uh, and feeling like like you have it all put together. Um, mm. and I want to say what like you obviously didn't develop it overnight, right? Like no. It was something that you yeah you built over time yeah. Um, so how did this all come about? Because. <sighs> I'm at a point right now where I'm trying to get there, you know. You're like, yeah, so like, yeah. What okay. are the secrets? Like? Um, gosh, like, okay, work ethic. Definitely get that from my mom. I definitely get my work ethic from my mom. Um, one of the things that I love most about my mom is that she worked at times three jobs, but we never felt like she didn't care about us and mm-hmm. like we were not her primary focus and. I felt her warmth and love and I felt it through her cooking and I felt it through her presence, you know, and how mom can have three jobs, take care of seven kids. And I still, as a child, feel her presence was really magical thing for me, you know? And so I always try to think about that in my life. Like, okay, like as long, if I'm pursuing everything, all these dreams, let it not, let I just want my kids to feel my presence. Mm-hmm. So no matter how much I've developed, 
working hard is also kind of hand in hand with I could work really hard so I could keep sustaining a business that that develops and grows where I have flexibility and I can be so present with my kids and they know they have access, but they also I've also developed that mindset to now grow into I, I want to be somebody who tells my kids they could dream as big as they want, even with impossibilities and actually be a living testimony mm-hmm. of it. Like, I don't want to tell them that and be a scared or or live in fear of stepping out and launching and doing the crazy things. You know, me and my husband came to terms with that. Mm-hmm. We will not. We'll let our kids be whatever they want to be, but we're also going to be living examples of fulfilling our own yeah. dreams. Shows so, them that it's possible. Yes. So um, that now the tangible things that have to go into play are a lot because it's funny you bring up organization because I'm super organized now as far as what I'm doing with my business but I'm not an organized person at okay. nature. Um, like organization does not come very easily. I had to make myself. I'm not, I'm a procrastinator by nature. What? I'm a procrastinator by nature. That is crazy. So I had to, un, like, I had to like retrain my brain and my thoughts. Yeah. I don't like to read. I had to tell myself, you're a reader. Like I literally had to speak. That's nuts. You are a reader. Yeah. Only because I discovered that along the way when I started to build business development, like everybody said, if you don't read, you're not going to develop your brain, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in the capacity. And then like everybody would talk about books and how it changed their perspective and these, you know, all these things. And I'm like, oh, I'm just count me Mm -hmm. out of that one not going to do it. And so I started, I one year challenged myself, like, just stop saying that you're not a reader, like, just start saying you like to read. And I started realizing, I don't want to speak that to my kids either. You know, I don't want to tell them it's important to read for school, and then speak, I don't like reading. Mm -hmm. So I started saying reading is great. (laughs) I like reading. And I really did start to challenge myself to read more. And gosh, like that was crazy. That experience was crazy. And then it's a mindset shift. Like I said, you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. I um, I told my husband it was 2015 and I almost quit photography completely. Like, in fact, that year I had shot a, um, a no, uh, my first destination wedding in Mexico. Before I went to the wedding, I told my husband, I'm done. I'm no longer taking anything after this. And that was it. That was going to be my final wedding. And after the wedding, I had more calls in one week than I had ever had the previous year. So I turned down probably a total of about 16 weddings in one week from this destination wedding. And I'm not exaggerating. 16 weddings. That just was unheard of. You turned like, them down for, me. for I turned just, them down. You were I just said done. I was not going to do what? weddings anymore. I wasn't going to do photography anymore. Yeah. But come March, um, mind you, at the same time frame, my husband and I were working on some things uh, personally. So I know it had a lot to do with my personal life and how important it was to make sure I was healthy 
internally uh, before pursuing anything. And so I was going through a lot of things. But come March, um, I told my husband, I think I'm I'm ready. I'm feeling like this urge. But um, I'm going to this this event. And it was uh, Jasmine Starr was hosting a workshop. And it was in regards to branding. And I had never at this point heard of branding at all. Like I've heard of it, but not like the, yeah. not like mm-hmm. heard of it. But weird thing is that I was mentally processing branding without knowing it was branding. Mm. So when I went to this workshop, so mind you, my conversation with my husband went something like, I'm going to this workshop. It's either going to convince me that I was made for this. And and I told him, and if I do this, it's 110% or nothing else. It's zero or 110. That's it. Like I go all in or I don't do it at all. And so I go to this thing and it, I fell in the pocket of something I was ready for. Like I believe so much in timing and Mm -hmm. like how, how, and I'll tell you why I believe in that. In that same scenario, there was somebody else that was there with me in the same, a couple people uh, that I still talk to. We walked away with very different things. Like same, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, it wasn't a magical workshop. People go to workshops. Like that's why I want to say this because sometimes people are like, the magic is in the workshop, you yeah. know? And they'll go to these workshops and they'll come back very disappointed. And it's because it wasn't like a right pocket. Like it wasn't the moment. Yeah. We have to develop. We're developing. And when we hit the moment, the development and the moment on time, it's that's like, that's, that's magical. It's like, yeah. And so that's what happened. I was in this pocket of like, I'm ready for something. I, I was building these concepts in my head day and night without knowing what they were. When I went, everything that was being spoken, I'm like, yes. Yes, I get that. I know that. And now it just kind of like infused everything. And I walked away never the same. That's crazy. With business, like never the same. Yeah. And you think that changed everything for you? Changed everything for me. Um, So when I told you, I told my husband, so work ethic, when I told him I go 110%, I went 110% after that. I was and like, okay. Since then it's been. Since then it's been, Okay. I don't have, like I was sharing with you earlier, I don't necessarily have, I didn't have work to keep me busy 20, like um, eight to five at that time. Like I didn't have a full time, full schedule um, aside from like editing, but I, I wanted to build something more than being known as just photography. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be known as like a a well-equipped business that's running like creating an experience i started to think what kind of experiences am i giving my clients what what kind of conversations are we having am i you know i was never from the start as it was a show up to a shoot and and take pictures type of photographer i always developed a concept but after that i really did yeah i developed a full process and and that is branding, you know, yeah. branding to me is what kind of, how are people like when they leave your presence or when they leave from working with you, what are they saying? You know, it's like a reputation, like yeah. it goes hand in hand. Like what is the business reputation 
because brand is not just a logo and the the visual elements. It's like, what kind of vibe are you bringing? What kind of presence do you have? What sure. what are people actually saying about the type of work you're doing? Yeah. Definitely. That's really dope. Um, what is your motivation? What is your why? Um, it's always for sure my family. For sure. But the reasoning is has been different every time because at first it was my why was so that I could just be at home yeah. with my kids mm -hmm. and like live a life where they had their mom as a mm -hmm. present mom and and I could go to all of their things well that happened and then after that my why started changing that um okay perhaps I can build a business that really like um honors people mm -hmm. you know like could i build a photography business that would um make people feel special and important and valued because my rule and rules that i carried on through so much was i treat if you're going to be my client you're going to be treated like vip from start to finish and I don't care what package you get. I don't care. Like, I don't care. I wanted my clients to know that I valued them and I wanted to feel that, that uh, the value there, you know? And so, um, I, I started wanting to build, so that was the why, like I wanted to build a, a brand that I was proud of too. Yeah. Like I, w I wanted to build a business I was proud of. And then now it's, so different it's crazy how it changes huh? yeah it does change mm. like your why behind it now it's for sure changed because mine has a twofold now well threefold okay in regards to my kid like my why is i want my kids to see firsthand what it's like to dream and go after the dreams even even without everything given to you and then also um see the hard work yeah like that's one thing I talk to my son all the time about. Like, you can have immense talent, but if you don't have the hard work and tenacity and dedication it's going to take to see it through, mm -hmm. you have nothing. You have nothing. So um, I want them to see hard work firsthand. I, I talk them through, like, I talk them through things like that it wasn't easy or how hard it took to get that photo or get that product yeah um so that's in reference to my kids and then um one of the big goals was that eventually my husband would also be able to leave his job and he's now not he's like starting his own business and discovering his gifts and talents mm -hmm. so that's like a big big win for our home we wanted to be a home that of entrepreneurs and so we're Wait, so did he leave his job he left his job Holy yeah he Damn. left his job during COVID. So it was like crazy, um, but exciting. Like we knew there was just no other life we wanted to live than a life of creating and being with our family. For sure. And so it's just been amazing. So that's another big like why and win for us and why I keep pushing because I'm like, okay, like this business can sustain us. It will sustain us, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, it's been great. Um, the other part is that, for clients, like 
I discovered, oh my gosh, and it's just so, uh, it burns inside of me so badly. Discovering branding changed my business, you know, as a wedding photographer. It changed everything. Understanding um, my voice as a creative entrepreneur and knowing how to express that through a creative system or through a system. Um, and then working, understanding who's on the other side of the conversation was yeah. huge. And then express uh, like showing visual elements that actually matched my whole essence. So people got a vibe and understanding of the artist they were working with. Mm -hmm. um, all this development, it like changed everything. The things that I started to see were that my clients trusted me immediately. Yeah. It, the other things I was making stronger connections with the right people that were right for me and we built a connection instantly because I was already developing what they should know ahead of time. And so when it came to working together, it was seamless. And so I got super. And then another thing is like, I, I got this urgency and passion to want this for everybody. I felt yeah. so free, you know, I felt like so free mm -hmm. to do what I love and to do it my way. And also see how it benefits other people for me to do it my way. Um, and I wanted that same thing for other entrepreneurs so badly that that's why I struggled. Like it's time because I want this so badly for my friends and people in this industry and people that like I run into where I would see, like I would meet them in person and this started in the vendor industry in weddings. So I would meet like vendors, right. And we yeah. would hang out and talk and then I'd see their social media and I'm like, you're way cooler than mm -hmm. your social media. And you're like not even talking mm -hmm. about this goodness or like you're not sharing. Oh, my God, you just put that piece together like that. And nobody saw that. Mm -hmm. Nobody saw it. You just like did not share behind the scenes. And I'm cringing because yeah. all of these concepts I had developed understood the value of. And so I was like really freaking out. Like, why are people not doing this? And I just realized how how I had developed something, yeah. you know, that was exciting and that I, I could contribute that, you know, and I, sure. I could help and help amazing people. And so they already had what it took to me. Like there's just so many amazing entrepreneurs that have already have everything. They just don't know how to translate mm -hmm. it. And I That's do huge. like I That's have huge. like I have an exciting way of translating. Yeah. I love people naturally at heart and I've always been able to see beyond, you know? Yeah. And and almost pull stories and and people's hearts and souls out of them and put them on visual display. So And that's it's cool cuz like I think you could see that from just cuz I think most people like I don't like to say it this way but most of us see you through social media. Mhm. Mm um, because that's where we have most access to you, Yeah, you know, and that's where we see most people. Mm -hmm. But like, like you said, like you deliver that, mm -hmm. like when someone's like, I have a hard time still. And, um, I think, you know, I'm kind of like changing the direction where I, I want to start doing more, mm -hmm. but like you have it like down to a point where like everything you described, you see it through your page, mm -hmm. you see it through but, your videos, oh, you see it but. through your photos, you see it through the way you talk, uh, your stories, like you are presenting that to people to where yeah. you don't have to explain that. 
like we get that feeling from you you know we yeah. get that vibe from you we get we get the connection that you're talking about with people yeah so it's like you're doing everything you're saying yes and it's crazy because like you can literally get it just through your just through your page and i i feel like that's that's like oh, that's what i love that's the point you know because we're not in days like we used to be where people would phone call 10 people yeah and and evaluate or even you're not people are not even having real interviews anymore with three f wedding photographers to see which yeah. one's best they kind of already know mm -hmm. and they'll they know based on what they've seen on social media mm -hmm. and you might think oh i have it in the bag like i don't know if you've experienced this so many times like we're like oh we have it in the bag with that person but we don't realize like they've been watching other photographers who are more they're more connected with you know yeah. personally and so we miss opportunities every day um it's not to me pressure like i don't like to put I feel there's a lot of pressure on like what you should do on social media, yeah. what you're not doing enough of. And I don't like pressure of it. I don't like the pressure of it. I don't think it works with pressure. Mm -hmm. I think it it works when we realize what do we want yeah. out of this? Like you don't have to use social media at all if your client's not there or if you don't think it's valuable. For sure. But if you are, there should be some kind of online presence period though. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, if you don't have an online presence where people can see who you are, what you do, what you're about before they call you, yeah. then you've already lost opportunity. For sure. Mm -hmm. So how did, I think you went over a little bit right now. But like, I don't know exactly how it happened or if you can give like a brief explanation. How did you translate or how did it go as far as transitioning over? So do you take wedding clients? Are you still doing weddings and stuff? I'm actually finishing the clients that rescheduled due to COVID. COVID. Yes, my amazing clients. I've been on like two and a half journey, two and a half year journey with them because of it. Um, almost three, geez. I know, right? And then um, I had a few in the books that were booked before um your transition and then just honestly even after i launching charisma i had a really hard time like with Same it and not. i accepted a few <laughs> uh, but honestly yeah. it's it's very i think i'm at like maybe five ish more weddings to execute um but no i am actually not taking any more weddings and it's very hurtful so I say, how does that feel for you it's like oh it's the worst it's the worst yeah it's the worst because i've had people that have followed me for years and they're like when i get married and to be honest i still might say yes to yeah, those people like people i built relationship yeah. with and i know like they've been telling me and like it's a thing and we have that connection you know who you are <laughs> that yeah. is because it, it's true i am because i love i just love so many people that i've built relationships with but um yeah for the most part though no i i've i i tell myself this every time i get tempted to say yes i say are you willing to give that day up for an opportunity to rebrand somebody mm -hmm. and when i realize what I really want to do moving forward. And not that I don't love weddings just as much. I do. And that's yeah. the biggest struggle. It's just so different. Like, I feel like I could change people's lives mm. kind of in a weird way through rebranding. What you're doing. Yeah. 
and it just feels more on purpose right now for what you want yeah for sure mm -hmm. that's really dope I was, yeah. I was wondering that too like how is that working with as far as charisma code okay and so here so here's another thing that drives me to to say no with weddings and another of my why my one of my biggest dreams has been to house and to support and build up other creatives mm, okay so um if i if my business can need if it needs design work if it needs this or if i need to hire a creative for whatever like i'm now housing somebody else's dreams and mm. somebody else's like i had to go on and hire a full-time editor now and that feels good she left her job so and like those kinds of things makes me go no you have to keep not have to you want to keep doing this because it's not just about you, you. anymore yep. and that's the that's, greatest feeling yeah yeah that's so dope guys i always feel that way too it's like it always like i don't think it's ever been about me mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that's yeah. and then like when i'm doing stuff it's like i never look at something like when have i like just stopped and like this is about myself right you know it's right. it's always been like about others yes you know in some form or some way obviously it comes back to us sometimes but like most of the time it's like you're always looking out for someone else right yeah um exactly so how how hard has it been changing because um, i mean okay that's a good question going from that right from like it's just it's like you started so there yeah i mean to, it's so different it's like almost like marketing and branding and everything else yeah. right so how was that okay easy and hard easy in the fact that i was one i was already developing everything through myself yeah like i was kind of creating systems and rhythms and trial and error and and doing all of these things and implementing and checking and re rephrasing like everything i was developing everything um as of 2016 so it's been years. Um, what is that? I'm bad at math. Five, five years. Yeah, about five years. So five years of just really diving in and getting a hold of what marketing means through through visual aspects and all of that stuff. Um, so and then a year or two after that, I started undercover branding yeah. people, uh, friends and and colleagues. I started to try to implement and like is it working does do you get it like yeah. is it and i really really rebranded one business and so it felt natural and it went really easy into the direction as far as like this is what i have to do i honestly thought it'd be a few more years before i launched charisma co but covid so mm. when covid hit um weddings went at a pause um, I was still very much involved with my clients and helping them navigate that, but everything paused wedding industry wise. I didn't know where it was going. And what I found was happening was a lot of entrepreneurs questioning where they are mm -hmm. and finally looking internally and going, what are we doing? Is this what I want to do? Yeah. How can I grow? What needs to be worked on? And so naturally I started getting a lot of conversations and contacts and it was it was charisma co like which charisma co i had already developed mentally this vision of charisma co um like two or three years ago so 
it was already developed in my head. I just thought I wouldn't launch it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You have like a whole team. Is that what? Um, I'm developing a team. Okay. That's what I was saying. I was <laughs> I'm developing saying... a team. Um, so I do have my photographer who is, she still has her own business, but yeah. she is committed full time to Charisma Coast Projects. Um, so now I have her officially. And then um, I do see it. I do see myself having more photographers in the future, more videographers, more, more in every area, because I do believe it's expanding. I actually didn't expect it to expand this quickly, this fast, this, yeah. this in this short amount of time, but I'm thrilled for it. And honestly, I prepared for it. That's good. I prepared for it, even though I didn't think it would. Yeah. I just said, let's get ready. I've always told Liz is a full time with me. So she's been full time with full -time. me. She's full time. She um and uh, just love her and so i'm like let's pretend not pretend but let's just put into practice that it's already here and then it came yeah and then it, I, I promise you i'd be talking to her and i'm like okay this part we're gonna put into practice and then it would come and then and the, then my clients kept asking for the things that i already prepared for because i knew once they get here, they're going to want this. They're going to need this because I've been here, you know, yeah. as I've already been there that myself and needed those things. So I knew exactly what they needed because I had to navigate those things. Yeah. So the so that was the easy flow. The hard is the transition. Transitioning from like the logistical transition transitions of closing a business and starting a new one is so crazy. Um. Yeah. New name just little things name changes the yeah. dumbest little thing was like changing my instagram name it was so complicated because i still wanted to hold on to ruby z photos so yeah. if people were looking for me mm -hmm. but then i had uh, it was a hot mess i had set aside charisma co but then the name change i had to wait a few days and like swap them and that would become you know yeah all the things but um the logistical things um informing clients keeping Keeping people Everybody informed of what it means. Gonna, yeah, because people are like, what do you mean? Yeah. You're just stopping. Yeah. It was so oh. hard. It still is challenging. And I guess the most challenging thing is like telling myself, like, you're you've got you're changing. Yeah. You're changing, you know? Because I think I think that change was huge for me internally. I a part of me wanted to hold on to yeah, photo. for sure. So that's a, that was like the main part of the question. Like, how do you, mm -hmm. I think us as creators, like we have like very, very, like we hold on to stuff that we oh, love yeah. to do. So to let part of that go and then go into something else is like. I was, I, I'm emotionally attached to Ruby Z photo, the process. Mm -hmm. Um, gosh. Yeah. It makes me emotional. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you happy? I'm happy with yeah. the decision. Um, it's stressful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, it, um, Charisma Co. is so much more intense. I feel more pressure yeah. with, with Charisma Co. than I did with Ruby Z Photo. Because, again, Ruby Z Photo was me. Mm -hmm. I could fail myself all day long. Like, I'm fine with that. I learned how to do that. I'm okay with that. Now I have to think about possibly failing others. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to set myself up for that. But the pressure of it is like, now I have a team that's counting on me. And then now I have clients who are putting their business in my in hands, hands. And, and that is wild. Yeah. That it brings an exciting pressure that I'm like, 
not on my watch. I'm not going to yeah. let their mm. business. Like I am, I get so invested and that's just, that's the pressure, you know? For sure. So do you have any goals? Any, I'm going to just say anything that's like coming up soon. Any goals that you have for next year that you're oh, just. Gosh. You know what? I Goals and in the process, what I'm processing right now is workshops. Okay. Um, I'm very excited to develop workshops that are going to help entrepreneurs. Um, I'm going to do different levels of them and phases of them. Um, but I'm also so and what I mean by that is coaching just as far as like how to get better content or, you know, just classes that mm -hmm. people can physically attend. I am also processing in the next maybe year or so developing online classes. And then um, the other thing is working on YouTube. Yes. Which I'm, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a monster. <laughs> I haven't uh -oh. necessarily, I keep like dabbling and then going right out. Dabbling mm -hmm. that like, no, 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 I don't want to do this. Um, because it's just a monster of a platform. Yeah. But I do feel like, um, like I've got a hang of Instagram so much that I'm like, you could sometimes do. it's hard for me because there's so much content I want to share, but it almost falls flat sometimes because I can't share it effectively. Yeah. Like I could only get my two senses in for so long before Instagram will cut me off or, and then I just don't like the rushed feeling of a conversation. Uh, so I, I enjoy this too, by the way, I like, I like, the podcast like conversations i i love this so hopefully more speaking arrangements yeah yeah for sure mm -hmm. okay so um just to kind of like end it off i have a few questions for you yeah um these are very nerve-wracking okay no i'm joking <laughs> no they're actually pretty fun okay um hopefully and there's one question i have on here that you have to answer <laughs> you have to answer all these questions actually so okay and you have to pick one of the oh other oh my gosh so, David. okay um the first one is would you prefer a walk in the park walk in the city walk in the city walk in the city that's like your preference like forever yeah yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I think so too you guys walk in park, the city, city? yeah I, I feel like city's just like yeah so vibrant the vi yeah, yeah for it's sure just like uh electrifying definitely <laughs> um would you prefer to take the quickest route or a scenic route scenic Every time? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Do you prefer reading or music? Music. Uh, after you just like talked about I it. Love, <laughs> I but like, I do. So. I obsessively love music. Yeah. It changes um, everything, everything I feel sure. inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of music do you prefer? prefer the oh most? gosh. It depends what kind of mood. I seriously will gauge my mood and match my music. Music for sure. So yeah. if like, oh, you know, like. I said. I know. Right? <laughs> Let's go ahead and say it again. I said um, that I would prefer. Yeah. No, just kidding. Yeah, I will. I'll match my mood. That's yeah. That's how I'm um, driving sunset. It's a it's a vibe. Mm -hmm. I'm like indie folk. I just like want to like chill, you know. Yeah. And oh, like on my way to a shoot, and I'm going to the city, and I want like this vibrant, cool thing. Then we're doing like the newest Selena Gomez, like mm. you know stuff so like it all that. Just, depends. just like funky. But I love Spanish, mm -hmm. but I like 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 Latin vibes that are kind of like Camila or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you prefer to get on a hot air balloon or skydive? Hot air balloon. Have you done either sure. or? Huh? Have you done either or? No. No. Why would you prefer hot air balloon? Because <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> <laughs> would it's you just skydive? Like, what? I, no, I don't what? think so. Why? I'm a daring person, but I'm like, why? 
Mm. Have you been on, have you been on a plane? Yeah. Have you been on a plane? Yeah. Yeah. You're I'm not scared not, of planes? No, I'm not scared of heights or You're anything. You're just scared of jumping out of a plane. I just don't like get the point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I still don't like why. The rush, I guess? Yeah. You guys but hot air balloon, I'm like, oh, it's just like magical. You're like Can experiencing. Yeah. That's sure. <laughs> I sure could pop. Like, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of things can go yeah. wrong in the air. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, do you prefer early mornings or late nights? Late nights. You'd pick that nine times out of ten? I I'm my day to day will tell you that yeah. I'll pick that. Nights. <laughs> yes. Fall or spring. 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 But I like fall too. So half We're, and half. No, nah, it has to be one. <laughs> it has to be one. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Spring. Spring? Yeah. You don't like fall? I like I told nah, you. No, you like picked fall. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you picked spring. All or nothing. Nah. Yes. Okay. okay. Spring because yeah. it's ha- I feel happier in yeah. springtime. Yeah. Which is interesting because I do like moody vibes and like I'm fall seems I'm cozier for, yeah, and happier. It's cozy. But I also I don't like hot coffee and fall is like all about hot coffee. But like mm-hmm. springtime just I feel like spring calls me to like go out and be with my kids. Oh, okay. But I love rain. So it's kind of contradicting. That's why you're saying like 50 50. Yeah, you can't like pick. I guess if I was like by myself, probably a fall vibe or with my husband because it's kind of romantic. Mm-hmm. But if it's like family and my mood is like I want to be happy, it's with my kids, like it's spring. spring. But you picked spring. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> okay. All <laughs> it right. made me. Uh, camping or like a resort? Resort. You're not into camping? I love camping, but. I like a resort a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I like both. <laughs> For sure. Okay. So this is the final question and you have to pick one. Okay. Um, if you had to get rid of one or the other, which one do you keep? Apple products <laughs> or coffee? Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. mm. You have to get rid of one. Oh you can never use it again. Oh my gosh. I can never use it again. You can never use Apple products or you can never drink coffee again. <sighs> Okay. I knew you like Apple products. I never Apple thought they were being close <laughs> to coffee. You would have said coffee and something else easily. Coffee. Ah, oh, jeez. That's one or the other. Uh, Everybody's going to know what you picked. I'm still going to say. Oh, I know. I know what she uses and I know what she drinks everything. every day. <laughs> I'm going to say. I'm still going to say. Oh, you say coffee? How could you edit on anything but Apple products. Sorry. Uh, sorry, yeah, everybody, David. <laughs> everybody sorry. in this room. No. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. No. Co- I have to say coffee. I can't. You keep coffee? Yeah. You get rid of Apple? Oh, st- don't put it like that. I did not say I'd you get said, rid of yeah. Apple. You say you don't want your Apple no more. Okay. <laughs> no. You really I, like coffee that much? I love coffee. I see how much you ask. That's, that's the reason I put that question. Yeah. Coffee. Coffee. That's crazy. Like, I think I can manage to figure out how to use oh, anything so- <laughs> than Apple. Yeah. But coffee, I just, there's no replacement. <laughs> there's Red Bulls. There's plenty no. of replacements. My like, husband <laughs> has tried, but I'm like, no. You drink Red Bulls? Here and there. Yes. When, when I'm not around because I don't like energy <laughs> oh, drinks. Oh, okay. For sure. <laughs> I feel like, stop drinking them. <laughs> Look at that's all you're drinking. Huh? I know. No. And you drink them so much. <laughs> okay. That's um, whole, a whole other day. <laughs> okay. No, okay. Um, but thank you. Yeah. I appreciate all of your time, um, yeah. all of your information and sharing everything with us. Um, 
this is like one of the interviews like i'm not saying anybody else is not important yeah but like i really wanted to like dig into your brain because like i think ever since i've started photography mm -hmm. and i started following you i feel like you've been like one of a really big inspiration to my photography Aww. journey so um Thank i think you. it was really dope to have you Thank um you, especially you for sure he tells me to shut oh. up. He's like, shut up, or you told me this story. <laughs> nah. Um, oh, no, but you. definitely, you have been like a huge um, inspiration to my photography journey. Yeah. And thank so you. it was great to have you on my first episode of this yeah, podcast. Yay. So um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. And for everybody who is still tuned in and watching, thank you guys. Please <laughs> go and subscribe, like this video. Um, where can they follow you? At charisma.co. And I started my personal page, which yes. is at I am Ruby underscore I am Perfect. Okay. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And I'll see you guys for the next episode. Thank Yay, you, guys. Thank Peace you. out.